Hello, everybody, and welcome to the EP Show, my personal pop culture podcast, the Quadruple P. Interesting. My personal pop culture. Well, it's the Triple P. Pop culture. Culture doesn't have a P in it. It's just personal pop culture podcast, the Triple P experience. Um, yeah, that's what this is, where I just talk about random shit, and it's just me for 30 minutes every morning, Tuesday through Thursday, at 8 a.m., just talking about whatever the fuck I would like to talk about, a uh, little housekeeping before I actually get started on this episode, uh, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, I'm putting full episodes up now, like I said, I said this yesterday, but still, go watch episode 85, Jacob Blake Effect, on YouTube, the full video experience is there. Also, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm going to be putting up clips from that podcast there. So you can also check that out. Uh, most likely in the weekends, I'm going to do reactions and reviews. Um, last night, I saw um, Tenet. And I'm going to be doing a full review for that. I'll let you know when that comes out. Uh, but, I, but I'm recording this before you hear this. So I haven't seen the... Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I will by the time you listen to this. So that's a, uh, it. That's you know what's funny. It's very apt that I'm doing this weird mind trickery shit because that's exactly what Tenet is gonna be. But I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, go ch- follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Eladio Talks, E L A D I O Talks. Also, make sure you follow the podcast's Twitter and Instagram at My Empty Opinions, the YouTube channel, and just you are already listening to the podcast, so you got this. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple uh, on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. I will read your review here on the EP show. Uh, it could be whatever. Literally, just put it. You just write a review, and I'll read it. And because uh, reviews are very important on uh, Apple Podcasts for it to like climb up the charts and shit, it needs reviews. So I would appreciate it if anybody who's listening would do that, please and thank you. All right, let's start with Adele, man. Adele. You know, she was on a streak. Everybody loved Adele. People were really like on her side. I mean, Adele has been one of those, one of the least unproblem, one of the least problematic white celebrities ever since she came out before uh, with someone like you. I mean, that song, like, there's nobody in the world who n- didn't like uh, someone like you. I mean, that song kind of took the world by storm. It's a very universal song and specifically black people loved Adele just because she heard she's a great singer. She had a lot of soul in her voice and she made great music. And I mean, she was just kind of cool, right? She wasn't made, she wasn't, um, out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? She was fine. She was cool. And then she kept putting out album after album after album and everything is fine. And then, you know, a couple uh, this year, she came out of the woodworks to show that she's actually skinny. Wait, what? Adele is skinny now? She's a skinny mini? I mean, what the fuck is going on with 2020? If you didn't think 2020 could get crazier, Adele got skinny. And I mean, she received some backlash for it because she's like, you were uh, you were an inspiration for us plus-size models and now you're skinny. Where does that leave us? Well, put two and two together. Maybe you should lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when these celebrities like I can't wait until Lizzo like a couple of years from now is like really skinny and everybody who like supported her being fat is going to be like oh shit so I guess you know being fat isn't necessarily good <laughs> that's the conclusion they're going to come to uh, but yeah I mean so yeah so Adele this year came out she was skinny everybody was talking about it and now everybody's like oh I, we can't wait for this album this or that this or that right but 
in another twist in the year that is 2020, Adele has done something problematic. And I don't know how this is surprising to many people. If you've seen Adele rapping the monster verse from Nicki Minaj's song, or the song that she was... If you've heard Adele rapping the monster verse, the Nicki Minaj monster verse, um, I don't understand how you're surprised by <laughs> this cultural appropriation. She's been culturally appropriating, you know, a hip-hop, for a while, specifically Nicki Minaj music. I mean, she raps that verse anywhere she goes. I don't know how you're surprised that now she has a, a full fucking Jamaican, I think it is, like a, 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 a outfit with fucking uh, buju knots. I don't know what the fuck those knots are, but she has some knots in her. Listen, this picture that she posted on fucking Instagram has has got to be one of the ugliest pictures anybody has really posted on themselves. It's not even just that it has the controversy of her appropriating culture. It's the fact that she looks like a fucking monster. She looks like that meme of that girl from uh, 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 the Rugrats with the crazy hair. It, it, it looks insane. Like, even the way the picture, she didn't even post. I think she was mid moving i think she was she had a cape on she had the fucking jamaican bra on the fucking knots she looked insane like out of this world i don't know how the fuck she thought it was a good idea to post this picture in multiple ways right like not only just the cultural appropriation part but the fact that she looks like a fucking monster it, she, it, it looks insane like for real like it really looks crazy I don't understand why, who the fuck is in control of her social media because that person needs to get fired immediately. So obviously, that's causing a lot of controversy. You know, she's culturally appropriating Jamaican culture. But it's like, and this is a thing that people get in trouble for all the time. But but here's the thing. Where is, when is cultural appropriation bad versus good? I think that's my whole question, right? Like, when is it bad? When is it good? When, um... Yeah, when when is it appropriate, when is it not? Some people would say it's never appropriate. Some people would say it's always appropriate. But I think it depends. It honestly truly depends on somebody's intentions and them truly trying to put a spotlight on a another culture. So I guess the context of the picture, based on the caption, it's just that she was celebrating, like, I guess, Jamaican Day or some shit like that, some Caribbean Heritage Month or whatever the fuck, like, in a... in in a park and she was just participating and she wore the that bra and those nuts. <laughs> she looks so fucking insane i can't even I, I i literally can't even believe how crazy she looks i don't understand why she would want to post this willingly but i think like i said i think the differentiator of when is it problematic and when is it not it really just comes down to are you using this for profit? And I guess not, and not only for profit, but are you like using this for profit in sake of the culture, right? Like this isn't like, like a, a good example of cultural appropriation would be kind of like Post Malone, how he kind of, you know, claims hip hop and makes hip hop music when it benefits him, but then goes to what his true love is, which is rock, right? Like he said, he's, he said multiple times, you know, hip hop doesn't have that much variation. It doesn't really make you feel like he's expressed that his favorite music is like rock and punk and fucking rock and roll and shit like that. So that's his favorite music, but yet he does like hip hop songs, right? Um, that will be kind of cultural appropriation because you're coming in doing what's hot right now, which is hip hop music and then dipping and not really being in that culture. I think that's cultural appropriation. I don't know what, I don't know if what Adele is doing is necessarily cultural appropriation because 
she's just kind of showing love to this culture and she was with i mean obviously she went all out to participate in this in this uh celebration so i don't think it's necessarily horrible right like i don't think it's um it's it's crazy that she would do this the only thing would be if this was done on purpose to break the internet pretty much or like to shock people because that's the only i mean and i could even see that because this picture is so fucking insane like i you know to this day i keep looking at that picture like is how the fuck is this a real image like that might be the image of 2020 to be honest like i think that might be one of the most infamous images of this year just adele with those knots in the in like <laughs> just wearing jamaican bras and her leggings you know i don't know i think probably that's what would make the most sense the fact that she's probably playing creating this controversy to roll out her album if that's the case and that's just an evil genius you know what i mean like if this friday adele drops a single i'm gonna be like fucking hell she played everybody <laughs> it would be kind of smart but it would be kind of fucked up that she's doing that but i mean maybe not because maybe she did that knowing that everybody was gonna go crazy because of that picture um, so she's almost like playing on cancel culture in the culture that exists right now with people trying to cancel each other in, in is playing into that just to sell a record. I don't think that's necessarily bad, but the fact that she's wearing another culture. And again, I don't really think the reason I don't see this as too bad. I think is because she honestly, regardless of if she posted this picture together, uh, a reaction or not, I do think she appreciates all these cultures. I think she's a cultured woman. And, you know, I think that comes across in her music and the things she likes. I mean, she rapped a fucking Nicki Minaj verse, for God's sakes. She indulges in cultures outside of her own. You know what I mean? If she was only in her own culture, her music definitely wouldn't sound as good. Also, she wouldn't be dating Stormzy. I don't know if they're still dating. I know they were dating. So, that's another thing. It's like, how malicious could Adele really be? You know, she's four different cultures. Isn't Stormzy of caribbean descent i know he's from britain for she's he's british obviously but i don't know exactly where he's from if he is from like the caribbean uh or his heritage is from, is from the caribbean then i would kind of let it slide even more because it's like that's her husband right like she she's part of that culture now but i don't know i'm just speculating but yeah adele went wild uh <laughs> with that picture i can't believe every time i look at that picture i literally cannot believe that 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 she's doing it like i really don't understand what the fuck is going on it's kind of crazy all right man let's talk about megan the stallion and you know she's been going through a lot recently obviously turling shot her she's had that controversy and you know when she did that live like that instagram live talking about the, the situation and like crying talking about how she's like going through a lot of trauma and that's what she didn't want the internet to make to make fun of her make fun of her situation i remember a couple weeks back on the ep show even i said listen you can't tell the internet not to make jokes about you because they're gonna make jokes about you the internet you can't control it all you can do is deal with it but i started thinking right and a lot of people have said this the fact that like when you look at making the talents like whole life it is kind of tragic so apparently her dad died when she was very young. So obviously that's already traumatic. The fact that her father is dead. And you know, obviously there might be some daddy issues there, but that's kind of disrespectful to Megan Thee Stallion. But let's just say a, a conclusion you can come to. You know, based on the fact that the dad is not there 
and I don't mean daddy issues in a derogatory way. Like, even guys can have daddy issues. You know what I mean? Like, it's just anybody who doesn't grow up with a father figure uh, could have father issues. But the, the, the word daddy issues is what makes it. It's probably what a lot of people say to women who have sex with a lot of guys. So, it's, to this point, it's like it has such a negative connotation. But I just mean it in the most simple way of just the issues that come with not having a dad in your life. Right? Uh, or father, a strong father, father figure. So obviously she has that. Her father passed away. And then, right as she's about to become one of the biggest female artists in the world, her mother dies. Right? Already, that's, you know, losing both of your parents, you know, before you're even 30. I can't even imagine how fucking sad and traumatic that is. Right? So that's already traumatic enough. And then you add the fact that Toilin shot her in the foot and now... You know, she didn't feel safe because she didn't want to call the cops. But also, you know, this motherfucker shot her. It's crazy. She's going through a lot of trauma. And then when you see all her videos of her twerking in that light, it only makes it sadder. And I only caught that because somebody posted a thing on Instagram. You know, people always post, you know, posting on their stories, videos of uh, Megan Thee Stallion twerking. They post every single thing she posts, actually, because the Internet loves Megan Thee Stallion, as I've said before. But recently, somebody posted a story. Posted on their story, like a video of making the silent twerking. And then after making that realization that she has a lot of sadness and trauma in her life, I was like, oh, man, she's really just twerking the sadness away. She's really just twerking this, the, the trauma away. And I always wondered, right? Like, I'm like, I feel like making the silent twerking is getting old. I said this like almost a year ago. I was like, I feel like it's just getting too much. Like, she's always twerking. Like, I was just thinking like. Doesn't it, and you know, and it's twerking has never been one of those things that like appeal to me in the first place. Like, it's never one of those things that gets me all hot and bothered. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless probably they're doing it on me, which will be a completely different situation. But just them, just a video of them just lonely, not lonely, like just by themselves twerking never did it for me. And I was thinking, last year I was starting to think like, Yo, she kind of, like, doing too much. It's kind of getting too much at this point. It's getting annoying how much she's twerking. Um, But now I kind of understand she's really just twerking the sadness away. I think that's such an interesting thing. Obviously, it makes all those videos sad. And I don't know if people are really seeing that. Because it's like, when I see women, tw- and maybe this is just the case with all women, or most women. The women that are always dancing the most and twerking the most and just getting fucked up the most. Are she the ones that are hurting the most? And that would make sense based on this hypothesis or based on this uh, observation I made with Megan the Stallion that the women that try to go all out in parties probably have the most amount of sadness inside. And that's something like if I think back, I feel like, yeah, I think that tracks. Even even that the girl D, the reason why I started the podcast, the girl was kind of dating for like a month and then her ex came back. So she's one of those people that like goes all out in parties, like takes all kinds of pills and shit, right? She goes crazy. And she has, I mean, deep depression. I mean, that girl's fucked up. <laughs> like for real. Like, I mean, you know, she she has her issues, is what I'm saying. She has a lot of issues that, you know, she kinda doesn't really fully deal with, and that's why she goes to the party. I think that's what Megan is kind of doing. I think Megan should. I think Megan needs to see a therapist ASAP, man. Because if she doesn't, I think this this thing, this depression, it's not gonna go away. So every time she starts partying or twerking or you know, rapping, doing her music, which she loves, I don't think none of this is actually going to you know, help her mental health. And obviously, it needs helping because it's not. 
it's really not uh not good you know what i'm saying like it's 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 bad is what i'm saying like i don't know how to say it. like it, it you know it's those are temporary fixes is not permanent fixes and it doesn't work toward and so she, it doesn't seem like she's working towards a permanent fix to the all that trauma uh maybe she is maybe she is seeing a therapist we just don't know but her public image is just this hot girl having a lot of fun and being a boss ass bitch and shit i don't think that leaves a, ro a lot of room for her being sad so that's kind of fucked up in a way that she's kind of trapped in this persona that she's made for herself where she's always twerking and, and you know and, and living living it up um yeah she might have to take a break honestly because i don't think she can keep up that facade for too long you know while dealing with her trauma it's just crazy i just realized i just recently realized how traumatic her life has been and then you add that with the toy lane shooting and then now the fact that she just has to kind of and then the fact that she has WAP, like one of the biggest songs of the year, one of the songs that prevented Drake from going number one, right? Like she has that song, Megan Thee Stallion is on that song, and she's still kind of going through probably a personal hell. So, I mean, I send my condolences to Megan Thee Stallion, man. I hope you get better. If you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are, I mean, why wouldn't you be? I I just hope, you, you know, take care of yourself. Fuck the, the, the you know, this facade. And it's not necessarily like it's a full facade, right? Like it's not a complete made up persona like probably she does like to do all that stuff but it's just more of a public persona we don't really see the hurt inside we gotta we gotta we were privy to it you know her when her first live where she was like crying and it's kind of hypocritical of me because when i when she did that like she was kind of crying and i was just like oh why should like relax stop crying because it seemed fake to me but now thinking about all this it probably is real <laughs> they're probably real tears so i apologize for that making this island also for uh saying you know to stop crying i didn't really say stop crying but i just kind of got fed up when she got to the point where she couldn't speak anymore uh but yeah that's uh that's uh, you know making this island is taking the trauma away i hope she gets a real therapist and because that's going to be the real way to shake it to shake it off you know what i mean shake it off shake it off ooh, ooh. all right um school is disrupting my fucking life man i mean listen i had a typical schedule right like i had a typical uh not typical i'm just saying like i had my 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 regular schedule for life after i got my apartment right because now i'm working uber eats and that's how i'm getting most of my money from right so that's where i get most of my money from so then i, I kind of formed a a routine it would change from time to time, right? Like, because I kind of had all the time in the world to work whenever and then just work and do the podcast, you know, and then do personal shit as well. But, you know, those were my two main priorities. And, you know, a full week was barely enough to handle those two things somehow. So now you had schooling and college and the fact that I now have fucking homework and I have to attend classes online. Some of them, one of them is like every three weeks is a, it's on, it's in person, is an in-person class. Like all this shit is now added on top of my life that I don't know how the fuck I'm going to deal with it. Like I've already had trouble, you know, f you know, dealing with it. Like the fact that I'm probably going to only be able to work Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which are the days you make the most money on Uber Eats regardless. But still like the fact that I might just have to work fully those three days doesn't sound like the best of prospects. And, but the fact is if I try to split it up throughout the week, it becomes way too stressful, right? Like I have to like, Oh, you know, five hours here, three hours here, five hours here, two hours here. Like 
not that many hours um, dedicated to it, right? So, because I don't have that much free time Monday to Thursday because I have classes, you know, dispersed throughout. And on top of that, I want to keep doing the podcast shit. And on top of the fact that, you know, I want to keep, you know, having a, a life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do shit. I mean, right now, I don't have a life. I want to, though, but I think that's just... Because, I mean, right now, look, I have school that I have to juggle with the podcast, right? And 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 uh, and, and and work, right? Uber, and at least I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I can work whenever the fuck I want. So I have a very flexible schedule that way that I could theoretically fit into these holes in my weekly schedule. But I think it just becomes too stressful for me. That's why I kind of want to leave it to these three days where I just work and that's it. But that also might be too much. So I don't know. Like I'm right now I'm just trying to figure out how to fit school into the schedule that I've had for like the past four months. You know what I mean? It's really fucking hard. So that's really what I'm trying to focus on now recently. But yeah, it's rough. I don't know how, you know, I'll be able to do it because I can juggle fucking anything. I mean, I kind of remember, I mean, I was juggling school. Like I, I was juggling a lot of shit. I remember like in my first couple of semesters, like freshman and sophomore year. So I don't know if I, you know, but now the fact that the thing that adds stress is the fact that I have to pay rent. Right. So some of the money that I need. I need it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I need to get it at a certain point. I have to have it ready. So that's really what the issue is, right? Like, now I have a real, you know, if I slip up, it's like, you know, I'm missing my rent. So now that's like teaching me responsibility and adding stakes to juggling a lot of things that I didn't have. To, I was juggling a lot of shit before, but I didn't have the stakes. Now I have the stakes and I perform well under the pressure. So fucking turn on the heat, baby. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of school though, Temple shut down for two weeks, man. Cause after like a week of college, like a hundred people got <laughs> coronavirus and you know, what's so wild. That's like so expected, man. Like, how do you expect college students to not hang out and party? That sounds like the craziest thing to try to, impo- try to un- impose on a college. I mean, a lot of people only go to college to fucking party. So now you're telling me, all right, no, you guys can't party. You guys can't even hang out together. Yeah, right. These motherfuckers are going to be going to parties in bunkers and basements and like, you know, gives a fuck. And I do think, I don't know if Temple's like this, but I know other colleges are like, if you get caught in a party, you get expelled. That's not going to be enough to stop these people. They will find a way to party. That's what college is. Fuck, the world could be burning, but college students will find a way to party. And and listen, I'm kind of glad I'm not like that, right? Like, I'm not one of those people that, you know, just all they need to do is party and they're happy. But I do wish I could party more, you know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't even gone to really any college parties because, I mean, I'm not on a dorm. So, like, I I, I commute. I got to commute. So, it's kind of rough in that sense to try to attend to these parties because when you're in the dorm you just one of your dorm roommates dorm mates be like yo there's a party down you know this way let's come and you're like okay and, I, and you go to the party and then that's it but unfortunately you know i can't really do that i can text people that i know but i don't want to go out my way i'm kind of anti-social that way i don't want to i don't really like big groups that's the thing i like the the, the idea of a party where you just kind of 
you know, having fun and just hanging out with people and meeting people, but just being in a large group of, uh, of, of, of humans, especially now during this pandemic, not good for me, but yeah, temple shut down now is, 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 is shut down, is suspended for two weeks. All in-person classes were suspended for two weeks. And I think he's actually very fucking smart, right? I think this is extremely smart because it's not like they're they're not choking away the whole semester like we did during March, right? People were, and I mean, you know, nobody knew what the fuck was happening in March, so I don't blame anybody, but you know, when 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 the coronavirus first broke out for real, like the whole world shut down cuz we don't know what the fuck was happening. Now we kind of have more of an idea, you know, we know what like two weeks, if you quarantine for two weeks, the shit can go away, this or that, right? So I feel like this idea of suspending class for only two weeks is kind of very smart because if, you know, and not every single student that got the coronavirus is going to follow this procedure. But even if the majority of them quarantine themselves for two weeks, um, they, you know, they're going to not have the virus anymore. And so the, the virus is going to be gone, at least, you know, theoretically, that's what the scientists are saying. So you do it for, you know, you quarantine yourself for two weeks and then you don't have it anymore. So anybody, so like of the hundred students that caught the coronavirus, if like, let's say 80 or 90 do properly quarantine and then they don't have it anymore in two weeks, then when we go back, it's only going to be like 10 people probably spreading it. And even if, you know, and it's like that that's still a lot of people and they're probably going to be spreading it and it's going to happen again. But I feel like you do every month. Like, if they do two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, two weeks off, I feel like for two months, you're good, right? Like, I feel like um, that would kind of eliminate the coronavirus from the people who do catch it and prevent it from people spreading it. So I think that's just a now, just, just now the way to deal with it. I mean, obviously, you know, you can only enforce... Um, you can only enforce, like, quarantine in college so much because, like I said, college students are going to party... Let me just tell you that right now. They're going to fucking party, bro. They are going to party. Um, but so you can't really, you know, obviously you can say, yo, always wear a mask. And I mean, you know, what's the thing was crazy. Even though Temple's going nuts with the coronavirus cases, you know, overall in Philly. And I think the reason for that is also just people coming in from out of state because I feel like out of state or out of city because Philly is actually one of the better cities one of the one of the main like urban cities like the big cities in the US that's dealing with the coronavirus the best because the majority of us are wearing a fucking mask like cases are actually going down and it's kind of crazy because we've been bordering we border uh New Jersey and New York right as a state like Pennsylvania borders New Jersey and New York and they were hit the most out of anybody in the whole country at first. And somehow our case count never went up like that. There was never any crazy surges. Even to this day, like I get notifications every day. It was like 100 cases, 120 cases, 140 cases, 110 cases, 103 cases. So it's like, at mo like we have a very, like, a very steady amount of cases a day. And that's obviously good because it doesn't overwhelm the healthcare system. You know, it doesn't overwhelm hospitals. So in that way, we're actually doing amazingly uh, in Philadelphia. But obviously, Temple's a college. Um, and I think every the people who are getting it are like people uh, who are not commuting. I think it's the people that are staying in the dorms. So in that way, it's kind of contained as long as nobody leaves the fucking campus. 
right? So I think Temple is actually doing good in that. But, you know, suspending the two weeks is actually a very smart idea instead of chalking the whole semester. I think that's just the right way to go. Um, but, yeah, that's that's that for that. And, I mean, now I want to talk about give, – give a recommendation. Um, something I loved recently. I listened to this artist, this kind of – this somewhat – under the radar artist called Cash Page. She put out an album called Teenage Fever. It's her uh, a debut album. And, bro, it's like one of my favorite albums of the year. It's probably one of the most replayable uh, uh, albums of the year that I've heard. I mean, it's really one of those albums where, like, it's perfect for me. Like, so much so that when I first was listening to the album, I'm like, damn, this is like, every song is like my type of music if i were to describe what people to people is like what my kind of music is what exactly i like in music i would just tell them just listen to this whole album and that's literally exactly the type of music that i would love so in a way i feel like this album was made for me so i don't you know it's not crazy to say it, it, it obviously makes sense that i love this album but i really did i mean literally every song except for the song with isaiah rashad i loved and I can't even remember most of the titles, right? I remember London, great opening, uh, Grammy week, right? With, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, what is his name? Why am I forgetting his name? The guy who did Lemonade. What's his fucking name? Why am I forgetting? Oh, hold on. I got to pull up Spotify because I'm not remembering this guy's name. But he is great. He did that song with that. Uh, Travis Scott, and that's how he blew up. How he blew up off of his um, of a Travis Scott's last album, Astro World. What the fuck is this guy's name? Don Tolliver. Fuck. How did I forget that? But I love that song. It's a kind of hype song. Soul ties uh, with SSG Kobe. Never heard of him, but he's great in this song. Fake Love with Forty Two Dog. A very unexpected collab, but it sounded great. It's probably. The catchiest, the poppiest out of all the songs in here. Jaded as a single, I couldn't stop playing it. Friends, incredible. A breakup song with K-Camp. A K-Camp did amazing. I mean, listen, every single song on this, even Lost Ones, it was more of a, pump, a punk rock, uh, poppy, trappy song. I love. So, yeah, I'm just recommending this album, um, you know, uh, Teenage Fever to everybody. Please listen to that album. It's amazing. She's a great artist. Um, and I just loved every single song that she put on that album. It's probably one of my, it's definitely in my top 10. It probably, I would probably move it up just cause how much I've played this album since I've, since I've heard it. But yeah, that's going to be it. That was, that was my, my, uh, recommendation for, uh, uh an album that you should listen to. And that's going to be it for this episode of the AB show. What is this? September, the, the September 22nd, not 22nd, <laughs> the September 2nd edition. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys for the EV show tomorrow, bright and early at 8 a.m. September 3rd.